microphone. That's you talking to a microphone. All right. Well, look at us. We're here. One last one from atop the plaza. (sighs) Yeah, I'm really going to miss it here. This was a very cool period of our family's life. Agreed. Uh, It was a bummer to see the old house go, but I'll tell you what, this was... It really softened the blow. It really did. Uh, Just really... uh, So for those of you who don't know, my folks moved into a high-rise just on the plaza, the Country Club Plaza. Uh, called that because it's in the Country Club District of Kansas City. Did you know that? No, I didn't even know that that was a thing. Yeah, because I was like, why do they call it? Because there's not a country club. There's not like a plaza country club. No, but I mean, it's like close enough to the Kansas City Country Club that I guess. Yeah. The the, the place that's still super racist. Uh, I don't think they are as much. I think you're running on like uh, 90s information. Uh, mainly because oh yeah i did ask dad to clarify that and he didn't have any answers so uh side note uh tom watson famed golf pro of kansas city Mm -hmm. uh, left the kansas city country club because they were not letting jews in and his wife is jewish Mm. and so uh i think and that brought light to the fact that they were being racist and anti-semitic and i think they had to change their ways because they were under a watchful eye. That being said, uh, as we've driven by, I don't think I've ever seen a person of color on the golf course. Yeah. I mean, I've never been. Well, we drive by it all the time on our way to some of our friends' houses that live in that area. Mm. You know when you drive down that street that goes by Old Mission and then you drive by that the golf holes? Yeah. That's Kansas City Country Club. Yeah, I know. You ever seen a black person there? I'm not really, I'm not looking. To I'm always looking because I, it's like one of the few courses I haven't played. Mm. And uh, I've played some pretty great courses. Uh, thank you, Mark Skogan. Um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, so we're here on the plaza. Our folks uh, decided to uh, purchase a place out south in what we like to call PF Changland. And uh, just because, you know, it's that part of suburbia where it's all chain restaurants and, you know, people argue about which Cheesecake Factory is better. You know what I'm saying? Do you go to the one at 135th or do you go to the one at 119th? Well, you know, the one at 135th are kind of snooty. Uh, so I mean, really, they are. They probably are. I don't even know. Um, yeah. So it's a bummer. I mean, it, we're happy that our parents are happy. Mm-hmm. Um, that being said, this this apartment has been some very good times. I know. I'm going to miss it so much. Have occurred here. Uh, being able to see the plaza lights come on and not be around 50,000 people. Being able to just like walk down there and get stuff. Yeah. Just like, oh, we need. Oh, you need a scarf. Well, I'll be back. Yeah. And, uh, Do you need luxurious cheeses? BRB. BRB. Do you need the best Italian? Some of the best Italian in Kansas City. Fucking. You talking about there. Buca de Beppo? El Centro's right over there. Oh, I was like, there's no way he's talking about there's, Rio. There's no way. 
Hey, I uh, was like, if he fucking says Brio, I'm uh, unplugging my mic. I 100% am not. However, there are people in mom and dad's new neighborhood that will 100% say that Brio is the best. Oh, well, it's out there. It's Bravo. Oh, yeah. Is it? Oh, that's the slightly lesser. Yeah, I think they're the same. They are not. They're not the same company? They are, not, they are the same company, uh, but so they say one is like northern Italy and one's southern, but fuck off it's not brio and bravo yeah. fuck off uh but also brio is a slightly higher price point than bra like bravo doesn't have some of the higher end stakes that brio does and mm. bra and brio does not have some of the lower end like i don't think you can get cheese sticks at brio they make them wear all white at both yeah i mean it's all and listen, the cheesecake factory it's like what are you trying to prove it's because it's faux fancy dining is all it is. Mm-hmm. Like you're going to, they just put a Bud Light in a suit. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? Like it's like Applebee's. It's a little higher quality than Applebee's, uh, but it's still not as good as your local good restaurant. You put a Bud Light in a suit. But you know what I'm saying? It's like, I would say Michelob Ultra. Well, and here's the thing: it's like all of that credit. shit shows up in a box. That's my issue with these. Like. Cheesecake Factory, the reason why it tastes all the same is because it all went through the same distribution center. But did you know Cheesecake Factory, their products, their food's never frozen except for their cheesecakes. Everything's fresh and made to order. The food's never frozen? Yeah. But it's still shipped to them by whatever. Oh, for sure. Yeah, U.S. Foods or whatever the fuck. Cisco. Cheesecake. The Palm used Cisco. Cheeseco. Cheeseco? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm just good. saying if it was in-house, that's what they'd call it. Mm. P.F. Cheese Co. That guy will slap his name on anything. And uh, and by the way, a lot of those restaurants are owned by the same mega corporation. Mm-hmm. So. And uh, they all probably test on animals. And and don't let blacks into their country clubs. Probably Call not. back. Callback. Uh, so yeah. earlier when we were talking about Kansas City Country Club. I know. I forgot we were talking about multi-races. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm glad you're here. Welcome back. Welcome back. It's the One Millionth Podcast. I'm Chris Porter. I'm Andy Porter. You know us. We're siblings. Yeah. This is the One Millionth Podcast. Uh, we are Scott and Carol's kids. Scott yep. and Carol are not here. They're at the new place, slapping on a coat of paint, trying to get that smell of cigarette smoke out of their new place. Oh, man. It is pungent. Yeah, it's, uh, it's like you walked into an old bowling alley. It made me vomit. That was not what did it. That was the Minsky's Crab Rangoon pizza that you tried. No, that was, we had that that night. But didn't you throw that up too? Yes, no. of course. I was, day one barf was cough, a lot, a large coffee on an empty stomach, walking to bar, the to smoke smell house. Oh, and then the rat shit yeah and then there was mouse shit under the stove and i was like oh here we go and it was just a lot of change (laughs) for me to ingest at once and i didn't like any of it and so i just i oh that coffee came right back up and i'll tell you what uh if you know andy uh, i'm sure she sneezed here on the pod she's an aggressive (laughs) sneezer but man bella bella and otto wanted to chime in and have something to say about it uh, well, she's an as aggressive uh, vomiter because she was downstairs and it was 
You heard it very vibrantly. It was like, <laughs> oh god, oh god, <laughs> and I are just like, don't I don't hear anything. Do you hear anything? Do I really say oh god that much yeah. when I barf? You definitely said it. <laughs> you definitely said it. I don't know. I might have added a few for effect, but I didn't make it up. Uh, oh, but man. yeah, I was just like, what's Andy doing? And then I was like, all of a sudden, you're, I was like, oh, <laughs> I mean, it was piles of mouse shit. <laughs> it's fucking, it was, I don't know who my parents bought this fucking condo from. <laughs> Fuck, I'm pretty sure it was Oscar the Grouch. Shit. <laughs> uh, yeah. So then Andy. We yeah. got pizza. We ordered pizza that night for dinner. From Minsky's. From Minsky's. And I was like, I'm doing it. I'm, t- I'm trying the crab rangoon pizza that we talked about on the pod. And now, first off, I think I talked about it last time. If there are two genres or two uh, cuisines I would never mix, it's Chinese and Italian. Or Asian and Italian. I just, I don't know why. And you did that for your friends, miss. And it was, a, it went what, it went off without a hitch. See, and I'm sure Much it was Much like great. that sentence. And had I gone to your friends, miss. Uh, I would have just—I would have had to pick a side. I would have just had to go, you know, fucking one way or the other. Oh, I you can't... would have gone Asian. Ashvin bought, brought fifty crab rangoons from PF Chang's, and Jordy just bought brought a bunch of orange chicken from Panda Express. <laughs> I would have loved that. That—that yeah. that being said, I don't like the PF Chang's crab rangoon. I probably would have let that be. I didn't either. Um, too crabby. Too crabby. Yeah. Here's. They either go too crabby or too oniony, mm. and I don't like either one of those. It should be seventy-five percent cream cheese. Yeah, agreed. So I got the crab rangoon pizza. Um, I got a small one on thin crust, and I ate three quarters of it. Apparently, the crab wasn't real good. No, it wasn't. Oh, I'm getting tongue sweats just even talking about it. <laughs> I had uh, the I had the uh, meat lovers or their version of which I think is called the prime cut and it was delicious. Yeah, it was just as good four days later when I had the last piece and I didn't realize so much time had passed and I was eating the pizza which Dad had left out by the way, like here because last night was leftover night where we just op- emptied the fridge of mm-hmm. all the shit we'd gotten, which. <laughs> I really wanted bowlings again last night. And then I was like, oh, no, we're doing leftover night. But also, they wouldn't mind if I just went and got bowlings for myself. I wish you would have said something because I could have done some goon. And uh, and fucking they pull out leftover bowlings. And I was like, mother fucker. And then I was like, no, I'll just eat these ribs and these chicken wings. And then I ate the last piece of pizza not going and I'm, while I'm halfway into it dad goes you liking that five day old pizza and I was like I was no I'm not no I'm just gonna throw the rest of it away <laughs> oh uh, my god so yeah we ate dinner at like six six o'clock what last night no Minsk, Minsky's night we ate dinner around six six thirty yep and then we go to bed and then I wake up at one thirty in the morning and I'm like oh my god I have to poop so bad. And I went to the bathroom and I pooped so bad. It was not great. And then I was like, I'm not going to have enough time for the toilet to flush so I can turn around and also vomit. Yeah. I was like, I might have to barf in the bathtub. 
Uh, you, isn't there not a trash can right there? Oh, yeah, there is a trash can right there. No, I thought trash can. Yeah. But I did can. make it in time. Well, you don't have to, as Doug Altman says, waffle stomp it down the drain. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, yeah. And then vomited, and it, it was, like, violent. It felt like I was a fire hydrant of crab. Oh, yeah. That'll happen. I've it was so bad, and I was trying to be so careful to well, not wake Chris up. And I succeeded. So yeah, I don't you think did. I'm that loud of a barber. Well, I think when you have your wits about you yeah i think you were just going free willy down at the bottom of the <laughs> i was in the master bathroom oh you were it sounded like you were next to us <laughs> it oh, sounded man. like there were no walls in between us it was <sighs> yeah vibrant well yeah so then minsky's night woke up uh, went to bed and then woke up two hours later and then shitted and barfed again it was bad. I was dehydrated and I felt unwell. Um, but then I, a couple days later, still put away a six pack of goon from Bowling's. Yeah, we did. Yeah, we did. Uh, we ordered last year. We ordered Bowling's for Christmas Eve. We used to do a big, and a lot of you know this already. I'm just refreshing the newbies. Uh, we used to do a big Christmas Eve with our dad's side of the family, but due to scheduling conflicts, we've moved that to the 23rd. Yep. Uh, which is actually, I think, way better. Agreed. Uh, it kind of extends the holiday an extra day. Uh, Gives have, you a break between sides of the family. Yes, and we which have is nice. We have everyone over for appetizers. I know Mom wants to go back to having a dinner. Uh, I'm very happy with the appetizers and the charcuts. I, uh, I mean, it was good. It's just. I get to talking and drinking, and then I don't really. No one's like, "Sit down, it's dinner time." Yeah, you know. And then I never have that moment, and so I just get hammered. And cousin Brock had the same thing happen. Yeah. Uh, as well as. I uh yeah I uh but that being said, the charcuts and the apps were great. They were amazing. Uh, still bummed that there were ill placed little smokies that I did yeah. not see. Yeah. They were they were in the back, uh, near the condoms. And uh, it was bad. Uh, uh, Because literally our Aunt Barbie's carrying the tub out. And I'm like, what the fuck are those? She's like, little Smokies. I was like, "Uh (laughs) uh-huh. I want to. Here, just give me a handful as you're leaving. (laughs) Just put them in my pockets. (laughs) Uh, But no, we had a great time. We do a gift exchange uh, where everyone draws a name during Thanksgiving. Mm -hmm. Everyone has a good time. There's Mm -hmm. There's a price limit that no one really adheres to mm-hmm. uh but then the 24th we go to bowling's which you know christmas eve chinese food it's their super bowl and uh oh what did we do christmas eve day we went and saw home alone with a live symphony orchestra at the kansas city symphony it was fucking so sick so beautiful like i teared up a couple times just yeah. at how great it was mm-hmm. like the like you don't realize. First off, Home Alone's music, John Williams. So there's four great Johns in that uh, attached to that film. You've got John Williams, boom, John Candy, John Candy, John Hughes, Hughes, and John Hurd. Who's that? The dead. Oh no, shit! And he is great, and he's in a lot of things, mm-hmm. and he's always kind of the straight man, but he's still funny. Mm-hmm. And I hope he's still alive. God bless that dude. Hold on. Oh no, he died in 2017. Oh, that's a bummer. Of what? Heart attack. Damn. Mm. Gets everybody. 
Yeah, man. That's uh That's probably why they're not gonna make another one. Was there a three? Was there a Home Alone three? Yes, there was a Home Alone three, not with Macaulay Culkin. It was with another kid. And then there was a new one that just came out with Ellie Kemper and then another guy and a kid who's British called Home Sweet Home Alone. Get the fuck out of here. Uh huh. I kinda I wanna watch it. It doesn't look bad. Was it like is it is that where fucking I okay, I was gonna make like eight jokes at once. Anyway, fucking <laughs> you, sh- you shut down. I was like, that. Eh, uh, what if it? Reese, can you, Reese Witherspoon? Mom, damn it, goes to law school. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh man, I. Uh, but yeah, the symphony orchestra, man, they are really good. And to watch, and it was, and Dad said it, and I realized it in the movie. Like you start watching the movie, and you're like, wow, the sound is amazing. And then you're like, oh, that's because they're literally right there. And so then I just, I didn't even watch in half the movie. I just watched them play and the strings, just watching them do all the little weird, like, the atmospheric screeps. shit. Yeah. That's my. Screep. Yeah. Screep. Those are my favorites. I and love it, the screeps. <laughs> and uh, we did go to a matinee. So there were a lot of children. And man, the first act, they were doing it, they were having a lot of fun. And then that second act, you realize is that. You realize small children don't really appreciate the arts. <laughs> <laughs> they they are not amazed by how great the symphony is, and sometimes they just want to kick the back of your chair uh, for no apparent reason, or just to, yeah. So also, a lot of the things that the toddlers, the restless toddlers, were doing, I also noticed our father doing <laughs> in the second act. Yeah, just- after intermission. Tapping his feet along to the music, but it's like five chairs are attached to each other. So it's like rocking the five chairs. I'm like, I'm like, Dad, you have to stop doing that. And then he was like, one of the burglars tried to get in the house and they didn't succeed. And Dad was like, nope. <laughs> it's not participatory. Oh. That's, <laughs> it killed when I saw it in the theater in 89. Oh. Hilarious! Uh, it was so fun, though. And then we went and had a kick-ass lunch. Yeah. Have you ever made a reservation for a restaurant and then you got to said restaurant and realized, oh, we could have just walked in this motherfucker with another 40 of us? Yeah. Yeah, but I got my open table points, and that's really what is important. <laughs> we walked into the Bristol downtown, and we were like, oh, we're late. We need to call them and let them know. And then we showed up, and we were like, nope. Nope, it's us and that table. So we're good. Uh, but it was good. And then what did we do after that? Did we just come back to the house? Yeah, we came back to the house. Uh, I think. Was that the night we watched Yellowstone? No, that was the night. We watched Christmas Vacation that night. Oh, that's right. That's. And I'll tell you what. I still love watching that movie every year. But, you know, I don't think any of us laughed hardly at all. I, oh, one. Because I heard a line I had never heard before. Uh, when the. During. When the grandparents are watching, they're passed out, but they're watching the parade. Yeah. And he goes, and I'd always heard him say, where did his balls go? And blah, blah, blah. And then all of a sudden, at the very end, he goes, oh, there are his balls. His nuts. <laughs> his nuts, yeah. His nuts. There are his nuts. Because <laughs> uh, it's like a big floating squirrel, I think. It's a nutcracker. Oh, it's a nutcracker. That's yeah. what it is. And I fucking laughed my ass off at that one. But other than that, it's. But then you start to realize that movie is in like a in the genre or in that class with like Monty Python and the Holy Grail, where every scene is fucking just 
a, memorable, a memorable and you know every word or and has some big punch yeah and uh you're like oh this is probably how you should write a movie <laughs> like there shouldn't just be a scene that just happens um but yeah we had a great time uh, it was fun weekend before that because we had to, we took a weekend off obviously for the holiday mm-hmm. uh and because we're lazy let's be honest we're, for real we're a little burned out and he's been working 70 hour weeks i'm uh, slowing down but uh she's slowing down she's been sleeping 12 13 hours a day fucking rules so she's so been hard. coming around it's uh just because I go into my room at a certain time doesn't mean I go to bed then. I just want to be alone and play video games. Yeah, okay. Uh, <laughs> so what'd you do last weekend? before you? Ke- what'd you do the weekend before you came out here? Um, I hosted Friendsmas. How was Friendsmas? Who came over? It was... Tell us the haps. It was, uh, you know, 19 of my nearest and dearest friends. In a one-bedroom apartment. In my one-bedroom apartment. But everyone is vaccinated and boosted. Pri- but I would have known vaccinated. by now if they got yeah. it. Yeah. We also got tested and we were fun. Yeah. I mean, for yeah, those tests are relatively oh, Jesus accurate. <laughs> I mean, it is what it is. So, yeah, hosted Friendsmas. The dinner was half, uh, uh, it's a potluck, so it was uh, Chinese and Italian themed. And I got little Chinese to go boxes for everybody to take food home. So it's not just me stuck with. Leftovers for 20. Yep. Um, You're not just eating fucking P.F. Changoon for the next four months. Oh, my God. Those were still out the next morning. I was like in the trash. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, man, I, I could have gotten crab poisoning so many times. Maybe you just got mercury poisoning from too much crab. Yeah. No. <laughs> nah. I'm sure I'm fine. Yeah. Well, um, you are now. Yeah, for now. You cleared it. You cleared it all out. Yeah, um, yeah. So did that, and then we have a white elephant gift exchange, which was great. I got a cactus. Nice. It's really pretty. How do you wrap a cactus? I don't. It was in a bag. It was in a bag. Um, no, I'm sure I you was, gotta my, warn people. I walked away with a cactus. That was my take home gift. Wait, what? The gift that I received was a cactus. I know, but how, it was in a bag. It was in a bag. I didn't unwrap it though. Someone else unwrapped it. Oh, okay. But White did, did the person that canned it be like, hey, don't just stick your hand in there because it's a cactus? Uh, it didn't have needles. Oh. It had been declawed. Does it ever grow needles? Um, I mean, it's Are got... they genetically engineered thornless cacti? Fuck if I know. This is my first cactus. All right. Well, I guess we'll find out. Yeah, we'll find out when I get back to L.A. if it's even... I mean, it's probably still alive. Yeah, I mean, they survive in the desert. It's I'm a sure cactus. Yeah. Um, da, 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 da. I got, I finally, well, I attempted to give away my flesh colored truck nuts. Yeah. I'm pretty sure they're still in my kitchen. <laughs> no one wanted them. That's weird. You have so many friends that have trucks. <laughs> I bet Aubrey would put them on the RAV4. <laughs> Those flesh colored, very saggy truck nuts. <laughs> they um are hilarious. I also attached a $25 gift card to a wine shop. Oh, there you go. The gift is in the gift. The gift is in the gift. That was the theme of my Christmas giving this year. It was. Chris's gift. It's in the gift. Yeah, I had to. Uh, well, mom and dad both asked for gift cards, which is kind of a bullshit out. And then, uh, so, I mean, I didn't just want to hand them envelopes. And then Andy, I got her a RoboVac mop thing. And uh, 
but it's at LA. I'm not going to ship it here to Kansas City, so she has to take it all the way back. Although in retrospect, that would have been hilarious. Uh, so I needed something to put the gift in to give the gift. So I bought a mother little gifts and I was like, the gift is in the gift. And I tried to get a chance started. I was the only one doing it. I was like, the gift is in the gift. The gift is in the gift. Yeah. It's really hard to get a chant going with three other people. I know, but you guys could at least try. Uh, I'm so freaking excited about that robot vacuum mop. I've been watching videos of it on the internet. Yeah. That's crazy. Uh, meanwhile, my it's Tesla. Crazy. Meanwhile, my Tesla delivery date is uh, pretty um, bipolar Fl- at it's, this point. It's fluid. Yeah, it was uh, up until last week. It was supposed to be this week, and then last week it changed to March. So <laughs> I don't, I don't know. FedEx knows where a four ounce package is at all times, but Tesla can't seem to figure out where my two thousand pound car is. So that's smartest company in the world. Uh, that's where we're at. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, that was Saturday you did Friendsmas? Uh, what'd you do Friday? Just get ready? Uh, no, I went to my friend Devin's, uh, 33rd birthday slash retirement party at the Chili's in Encino. You know what? That sounds like a super Devin move. (laughs) I don't even know Devin, but of all the Devins I've ever met, they've all been out of Chili's. Um, I had a cheeseburger. Yeah. It was great. You were supposed to dress how you would dress for your retirement. Oh, okay. Oh, so it's not like he retired. She. She. Oh, it's a she named Devin? Mm-hmm. I, I just blew my mind. <laughs> I just blew. I didn't know that was an ambiguatory name. Uh-huh. Devin. Oh, Devin. Yeah, that would be, I'd have to get a nickname for her. Dev. Sounds too much like Dave. <laughs> Do you call men named Devin Dave? No. Because they're different I don't call names. them ever. The dumb bum. Stay over. Oh, hold on. Nice. I did it to myself. It was good. See? I'm equal opportunity. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. I know Devin could be a chick's name. That's That's a turn off. Uh, but how was it? Good? It was great. It was fun. Did he do like Michael Scott style where he had like a boom box and he did like characters and stuff? She did bring. Oh, she. Sorry. She did bring a uh, um, a self-amplifying microphone. One of those. Oh, yeah. Ones. And I have a video of her getting everyone to sing Santeria and the fucking chilies. <laughs> it's so good. The whole, like, not everyone in the party, but everyone in the restaurant. No, everyone at the party. Oh, uh, you'd think everyone would join in. Everyone knows Santeria. And we weren't even the ones doing it right. There was a guy and a girl. It was a guy and his son. And they were in these ultra, ultra plush robes that were floral patterned. Brand new. Yeah. And big ass slippers. Chilling at a booth in Chili's. Just father and son. I think that was their Christmas time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, fuck, they're doing it right. Like one time they did mushrooms together. You know, like, you know it would be hilarious? <laughs> we go into a Chili's, tie-dyed robes. No, we don't even reference them. We just order, <laughs> we eat, we have a good time, we leave. <laughs> People will be talking about us for years. I think I am going to tie-dye that robe I got for Christmas. 
Good for you. It's in my closet next to your RoboVac and a bunch of Chris Porter merch. <laughs> I don't I don't have to take all of it, do I? Nope. Yay. Uh, just the merch. No. <laughs> the rest of it's an option. <laughs> Ooh, my stun gun arrives today. Ooh, what kind you get? I got a 59 billion stun gun. I think that's just the brand. Okay. Uh, it is a Viper Tech. Rechargeable with safety disable pin, LED flashlight in black. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I'm excited. Should help. Tyler brought his stun gun. So when you're held up at gunpoint, uh, you'll be like, hey, can you just step a little closer? A little yep. closer. Yep. Burzap. Burzap. Tyler came to my friend's mess, and he has this same stun gun. And it is loud. It is jolt jarring. Yeah. And we were going around the party picking people's trash up, and I had the trash bag, and he was behind me. And we were going, trash or zap, trash or zap. <laughs> and if someone wasn't paying attention to put their trash on the trash bag, Tyler would go, zap! Ga, ga, ga. <laughs> Has uh, anyone tried the uh, stun gun? Has anyone been zapped by it? No. So you don't know how, you don't know what it could do or not. It could just be a lot of bark with no bite. Maybe. You guys got to try it out on somebody. Here, let me look at the reviews. What's Ashvin been doing? Ooh, it's got a very high rating. Yeah. I want to I want to hear some stun gun reviews. Minority 0, Karen 4, 5 stars. This is 5 stars. This is an amazing taser. My friend and I use it on each other for testing purposes. We have varied opinions, but can come to the definitive conclusion that this does, in fact, work very well. <laughs> <laughs> this product can definitely take most people to the ground. Just keep holding the button and jamming the attacker until the attacker hits the ground. R.I.P. Dave. <laughs> um, yeah, we use this on each other for fun. That's, uh, that's a small town right there. You got you to gotta really run out of things to do when you're like, Hey, I got a taser. You want to try it? <laughs> yeah, I want to try it on you. Yeah, but I got to try it on you first. Let's just order the same taser, and we'll do it on each other. <laughs> and then we'll make out. Oh, wow. Oh, uh, well, cool. Well, I went to Grand Rapids. Uh, it's in Michigan. 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 if you've never been. Uh, it's actually a very... Let me tell you this about Grand Rapids. Very small town, but looks like a big city. Like, has a very, I think it's got a lot of money behind it, but like, has a downtown, a couple of skyscrapers. Very How nice. grand are the Rapids? You know what? I haven't seen them. I'm a little, I'm a little gun shy ever since I went to the Sioux Falls and realized how bullshit those were. Yeah, I'm wondering how would, grand these Rapids are. You show up and it's just a hot tub with the bubbles on or something. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I haven't checked it out. Uh, but, uh, the, the city itself was great. Uh, I did a show actually in Grand Rapids at this like brewery. It was sold out. We had a grand time. Uh, thanks to everyone who came out and bought merch. And then the only bummer about the weekend was first show sold out. Then the next night, first show was like half full. And then the second show was like a quarter full. So it was just like, it was like falling down the stairs. <laughs> And ow. Oh, oh, oh ow. well, I get to leave now. <laughs> and this couldn't hurt worse. Oh, ah, so, but no, I had a great time. Thanks to everybody who came out. Uh, just uh, good times all around. And then I flew here, which was through Charlotte. Not, not the best routing. 
but uh, got here and um, been here ever since. And then you showed up the next day. I had to pick you up at mm-hmm. fucking one in the morning. Yeah, my flight was an hour and a half late. Yeah. The late ones usually are. Yeah. Uh, did you fly out of Burbank? Mm-mm. No, that's it was direct. Oh, there you go. Yeah. All right. It was great, though. I breezed through security. I had enough Uber Eats points that I got an Uber Black taking me to the LAX airport. Nice. I rode in luxury. Uh, we had we had a visitor come up for our Christmas Eve. Our Your good friend Obbs came up Obbs and hung out. Obbs came up. It was great. Got to witness uh, the gift exchange. Oh, yeah. We had a great time. Oh, yeah. And then, uh, yep. Yeah. All right. Story time. Oh, listener mail time. Ba-da-da. Hey, don't forget if you need uh, life advice from two people who can't get their shit together, send it to one millionth pod. That's all words. That's one million with a th and a pod at gmail.com. And uh, we will read these on the air. Hey. Uh, update I have not read through these, so we're just going to shoot from the hip. Oh, God. This next one's from Ray. The first one. Spell, or the first one. What's well, also the next one. <laughs> uh, spelled R-E-A-Y. But R-E-A-Y? Yeah. Re-A. But it's, she even put in quotes Ray. Oh. Uh, or in parentheses, end quote. It's parentheses and quotes. Parentheses. Oh. quotes. Wow. She's from Toronto. They love punctuation. Uh, good morning. And then in parentheses, afternoon question mark. See, I told you. Punctuation out the butthole. Out your butthole. Uh, and it is morning. Uh, just so you know, you were right the first time, Ray, with an E in the middle. Good morning, Chris and Andy, double hyphen. I'm a longtime listener of the podcast, or at least I will be, by which I mean I only found it recently, and I'm eagerly listening to every episode to catch up. That's the best way to do it. <laughs> just force feed it. Choke it down. I'm finding it sometimes tough to listen to even comedy podcasts retroactively, just as the pandemic is starting. So this COVID thing is here, huh? Guess we'll have to live with that for a couple weeks. Uh, yeah, that was a rough time. Sorry we had to talk about that. <laughs> what, do you, what do you want us to do, Ray? Go back and erase all that shit? Uh, uh, but this sti- has been edited for uh, for <laughs> because of the future. It's like We experienced it, and we were wrong. It's like how Germany fucking... Tries to wipe away 1939 through 1946. Yeah. Also, if you're expecting us to be right on stuff, like you have the, the wrong, wrong podcast. podcast. Uh, she says, but I'll stay with your pod, confident that you'll carry on into it with your usual sarcasm and humor, so it won't be much of a downer. Uh, I'm sure it got down there. I mean, I haven't gone back to look at them, but... Uh, uh, so she goes, speaking of the pandemic, in case you hadn't already caught wind of this dumbass, dumbass story, I wanted to share it, and I'm clicking on the link. Uh, here it is. Uh, Italian dentist presents fake arm for vaccine to get pass. <laughs> so he went through the vaccine and held out a fake arm. And they shot it. But she could tell right away that someone was off. Uh, she goes, when I uncovered the arm, I felt skin that was too cold. And Sir, are you dead? <laughs> is your arm dead? Oh, no, I just have a poor circulation uh, just, in my left arm. No, it's going to fall off soon. <laughs> I tied a rubber band around my shoulder. Uh, I understood immediately that the man was trying to avoid the vaccination by using a silicone prosthetic into which he hoped that I would inject the drug unaware. Uh, the nurse said the man acknowledged he did not want a vaccine, but, a ta- but in order to obtain a super health pass, 
which is very Italian. Uh, this so happened in Italy? This happened in Italy. Super health pass. Uh, super health pass. And because uh, you need a super health pass in order to enter restaurants, cinemas, theaters, and other venues. Uh, he had already been suspended from work because of a refusal to get vaccinated. Uh, so, yeah. It's a me. I vaccinated. <laughs> so, well, yeah. Fucking. If Italians have one thing, it's chutzpah. You know what I'm saying? They'll just be like, hey, it's my arm. <laughs> right? As we know, uh, Ray, I'm, you're new to the podcast. I am super good at impressions and and uh, accents. Oh, yeah. Uh, she says. Uh, she's gonna. She's definitely not going to complain about those. And then she says, fuck you, come on by. And then in parentheses again, is that still a thing? Tell me it's still a thing. You're goddamn right it's still a thing. Still a thing. You just got to be triple shot. Yep. This next one's from Sarah. Sarah. Sarah, uh, subject, you guys are so awesome. Hey, I mean, that's true. Hey, Chris and Andy, quadruple exclamation point. Just want to thank both of you. Uh, your podcast helped me get through the worst three months of my life. I have lost six very important people in my life since September 17th. You two remind me so much of me and my siblings. Uh, there are four of us, two girls, two boys. And we talk about everything just like you guys do. It does the heart good. Chris, I'm hoping you book a show closer to where I live. Uh, Malone, New York, up near Canada. Uh, Saratoga Malone? Springs or Albany would be great. I do work Albany. I don't know if I have a week booked there or not. I don't see my phone. Uh, hold on. I'll be in Syracuse, which I know is not super close, but I'll be there at the beginning of April. And then Albany. Yeah, oh, I'll be in Albany June 3 through 4. Three and So that would be 3 and 4 would be the most... Accurate way to say that. Uh, back to it. Anyway, so there it is. Uh, I was excited to see shows both in Buffalo and West Nyack, but they are both six hours away, and the weather is usually awful in March. I would love to know what you guys are currently reading. I'm a, <laughs> I'm a big reader, and my brother is a writer. Bill Smith, he worked on some role-playing games books for Star Wars. Well, go Bill. Oh, that's awesome. Also, winter tends to last a good nine months here. <laughs> So being an avid reader is a plus. Love the pods and look forward to everyone. Fuck you. Come on by Sarah. Uh, I'm not reading right now. Uh, last thing I read was the instruction book to my bidet. <laughs> uh, but a book I always recommend is Ishmael by Daniel Quinn. Uh, it's one of my favorites. Uh, yep. How about you, Rue? I have been doing a lot of audio books lately. Due to the amount of time I was spending in the car, mm -hmm. uh, I just finished Empire of Pain, okay. which I highly suggest. It's a big docu book about the Sackler family who started, who basically invented OxyContin. Oh yeah. Uh huh. Um, it's incredible. Uh, I'm currently reading Project Cuckoo or Cloud Cuckoo Land, which is great. Uh, kind of brings reality into a, a mixed world with. Greek mythology, and yeah. then um, Project Hail Mary, another great one. Is that the Doug Flutie story? It is the Doug, no. It's, uh, it's by the same, uh, Andy Weir, he wrote The Martian. Oh, the, the, he wrote the movie of that, uh, the thing that became the movie? Yep. So Sweet. Project Hail Mary is another book. It's great. It's about a guy who's in space. That's the Matt Damon movie, right? 
Yes, The Martian is the Martian a movie. Yeah. Well, that's great. Well, uh, yeah. So also, if you get a bidet, read the instruction manual. <laughs> There's a lot of uh, good information in there about how to program it and stuff. Oh, well, that has been uh, Listen to Mail. Da-da-da-da. As always, uh, Listen to Mail and the pod are brought to you by... Back Attack Snacks. That's right. Go to backattacksnacks.com, enter in one million pod in the promo code. You get 25% off your whole order, and you support the pod. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, we were talking about tasers earlier. Burzap. Burzap. Murzap. It's actually Murzap, because I had a, a guy on my cameo... Wanted to know if it was Burzap or Murzap. In the special, it's Murzap. Just FYI. Uh, well, whatever you do, uh, don't cover yourself. If you are going to test your taser, mm-hmm. do not cover yourself in hand sanitizer first. Oh, wow. Because uh, you will burst into flames. Mm. Uh, Still don't see why I shouldn't do it. Jason, a man named Jason Jones entered the Catskill Police Department last week and got into a confrontation with officers. Police told the paper that Jones, who who was known to them from previous encounters, appeared intoxicated and officers used a taser to subdue him. Uh, It was unclear when Jones poured hand sanitizer over himself or whether officers witnessed him do it. Uh, (laughs) But he is in an intensive... Man... Could you imagine being that cop like taser poof? Oh fuck. He's on nice. fire. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. That's uh what's combustible in the hand The alcohol. Oh yes, duh. It's Very like ninety nine percent alcohol. Yeah, so man. And that shit burns real hot. Yeah. Real so. fast though. Also, maybe not go into i mean i'm sure this guy has mental problems no one just no sane person just walks into a police station picking fights yeah no not really dennis rodman probably would again no sane person yeah walks in like that yeah uh but also yeah it is hilarious they're like fucking jason god damn it are we gonna have to tase you again why are you so slippery uh, because I don't know if you've ever been to the Catskills, but it is, it's I very, was just there. Dukes of Hazardy. So pretty though. Very pretty. Much like, much like the Dukes of Hazzard. <laughs> when you were in college, did you ever read the syllabus? Yeah. Like in full, you read the syllabus in its entirety? Yeah, I like to know what I'm going to miss. <laughs> Well, there's a uh, professor in Tennessee at the University of Tennessee at Chattanooga who put an Easter egg in his syllabus at the beginning of the semester, and the semester ended, and no one found it. What was it? He put 50 bucks in a locker on campus, and all they had to do was read the entire syllabus, just one person. Yeah. To see that there was a f- this Easter egg, fifty free $50 on campus, and no one found it kids these days i know right uh yeah no the reason why i always read the syllabus and shit and all the tests was there was always there was always that legend of a teacher that literally like made this really hard test and then at the bottom it just said all you have to do is sign right here and you pass this test uh-huh. and uh and like that was always running through my head so i was yeah. just hoping that like i would walk into fucking calc two and i'd read the syllabus and like just sign here and you're out 
Uh, but that that did not happen, and thus I dropped count two. <laughs> yeah, this guy had 71 students in his class. Kids these days, you buy them books, you buy them books, and they just tear out the pages and wipe their ass with them. That's what my old gym coach used to say. Huh. Yep. Wow. Uh, you like to run. Everybody likes to run. You got to keep yourself in shape. Not everyone likes to run. I don't like to run. Uh, when we do workouts, if there's a run, I'm like, can I just sub a row? Oh, I do like to run in that instance. Uh, sometimes just because like, it, it's like an active break. Mm-hmm. Like, cause you don't, I just, you're doing that. Like you look like you're running, but your pace is you are not. Uh huh. Well, runners like to run. I guess your body, uh, I guess I didn't know this. A lot of runners, they have like uh gastrointestinal issues and they think it's from just running and jostling your organs around. And for lack of a better term, shit gets weird. Uh, Don't you think the way that we've evolved that that our intestines would be normal to be jostling around? Like, didn't we used to run and hunt and shit? Yeah, but it wasn't on concrete. It was on ground, which is much more forgiving Mm. uh, and soft. And, you know, the first guy to run a marathon died. Like, that's why it's called a marathon. He ran from the battle to marathon to tell everyone that they had won. And he ran 26.2 miles. And when he got there and told everybody, he fucking died right after. Because you're not supposed to run that far. You're supposed to have, even in Roman times, they were like, yeah, man, get a horse. What the fuck are you doing? I've always said marathon runners are stupid. Uh, they definitely have a lot of time on there. Listen, I get it if it's like, I have a goal and one day I'm going to run a marathon. I'm going to run a marathon. <laughs> And uh, you're like, hey, I did that. I climbed the Everest of running. and But then not only do they have regular marathon, have you seen the ultra marathoners? Yeah. The ultra, that run like 100 miles and then bike 150 miles and then build a house. <laughs> well. And then they have to sell something on Shark Tank. Addie, Addie Zariner, uh, which has too many R's and too many N's, <laughs> too many D's for that matter. A 25-year-old running coach and personal trainer uh, had previously crushed her first marathon in 2019. Her second try didn't go quite as smoothly. Uh, The Santa Barbara native trained diligently to beat her previous personal record of 2 minutes, 37 seconds. 2 minutes, 2 hours, 37 minutes, 47 seconds at the California International Marathon. But by the time she hit mile 7, man, she had to poop. Uh, And she decided (laughs) to push past it and keep going. Uh, all in the name of breaking her per- personal record. Uh, however, uh, she uh, apparently had mushroom pasta before the pre-race dinner and fell ill during the run and couldn't ignore the urge to go around mile seven, and she just fucking pooped down her leg. Oh, and, she, she had doo-doo shoes. And she managed to keep... Not only did she do it once, I believe... Let me get through this. Uh... Three times. Three she times. She sharded three times. She sharded three times. Her quote, and she was like, uh, I'm not going to drop out with shit all over me. She remembers thinking to herself, I'm going to finish with shit all over me. Uh, so finish she did. She came in 30th of 3,133. She did not break her own record. Pro- you know, 
once you get that shit on your legs, it just cuts down the aerodynamics of the whole situation. And uh, I'm not going to post the picture to our Instagram because it's fucking gross. Uh, But uh, I'll I'll show it to Andy. And it's... uh, It's... We'll get to it. Hold on. She, I mean, it's not subtle. It's not subtle at all. Hold on, let me, let me finish my coffee before you show me the diarrhea photo. It looks like she's wearing like a copper fit legging. Oh. Yeah. She wore she's it. She's cute. From the knees up, she is. <laughs> From the knees up, she's real cute. Uh, unfortunately... Fucking, she Where stinks. did she get that fucking mushroom pasta from? It was. The, I'd be calling them and being like, "You pieces of shit." And I guess it was quite the issue. Hold on. Uh, bop, bop, bop. Get back to it. Uh, uh, multiple studies have found that the majority of long-distance runners have experienced GI systems during races. So they're like, if you need to. St- Stop and shit. You're just one of many. Uh, but My, uh, it was the mushroom pasta was the pre-race meal. So a lot, it was one of many options. Yeah. But I guess a lot of the people that ate it also got sick. Oh. However, they. So it was provided by the race? Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. Uh, that every runner who enjoyed the mushroom pasta also fell ill during the run. She said she explained Healthy and energized at first. Those were the carbs, uh, but couldn't urge, couldn't ignore the urge to go around mile seven, which would have been probably the mushrooms. And woof. Uh, she even said uh, she admitted she didn't know it was going to be so much when she did. <laughs> so no, 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 no. Let let me tell you something. Uh, there's an old story. I might have told this on the podcast before of a comic, like back in the '90s. He was in the middle of nowhere doing a gig and he caught the flu and he called the club owner and said, I have the flu. I can't perform. And he was like, you have to come perform. I, I have no one else. And he showed up and he does the show and he tells the audience, I have the flu. And if you promise to be a good audience, even though I'm not going to be able to give you a hundred percent, I promise not to shit myself. And then he does the show. He thanks the audience. And then he informs him he was unable to hold up his end of the bargain, at which he pulls his pants down and shows the audience that he had shit himself kind of as a giant fuck you to the club owner, Uh, which is a legend. I don't know if it's true, but odds are. (laughs) That being said, if I ever got on stage and got food poisoning, I would walk. the. There's no way I would be like, hey, you guys. Hey, you guys. I got to go. Yeah. I might be back in eight minutes. I might be back in a minute. We'll ju- we're just going to have to see where this goes. <laughs> uh, yeah. There was a guy in my high school who was famous for shooting himself during a cross-country race. I mean, everyone has their 15 minutes. I also, there were a lot of, a lot of my friends who ran cross-country pissed themselves almost every time. Yeah, that's a dedication to a sport I simply don't have. No. You know what no. I'm saying? I love golf. Especially when you're a teenager and it's like your most embarrassing time. It's like the le- the last thing I want to do now is piss myself. Oh, man. And you do it all the time. <laughs> I really do. I really do. Um, So, people go to a lot of extremes to hide certain 
parts of themselves at the beginning of a relationship. For sure. Um, not the best tactic, but you know, sometimes you have something that you're just really not ready to tell that person. Yeah, and you want to get you want to build up some like rapport before you tell them. You yeah, know. and you want to bait them with your personality you're before like, hey, you break look, them. Look, I'm with a the... really nice guy that you know is on a lot of government lists. Exactly. So this man in Britain uh, was worried that his new girlfriend would dump him if he explained what his new what his hobby was. Okay. And so he told her that he was a wine merchant. And that he rented this space to store his wine. Okay. Yeah, so he led her to believe that he was a wine merchant. She comes down to the cellar one day. She's like, where's all the wine? And he was like, okay, um, I'm not a wine merchant. I am in the process of building the country's largest model rail system. Woof. Now, that being said, uh, I haven't realized there's a pretty, like, there, I saw, a st- I didn't know that there's a store in L.A., and then I saw a store here in Kansas City. They still have stores for just model train shit. Like, oh, apparently yeah. Apparently, there's enough of a market for it where you can pay rent. Mm-hmm. Dad really wanted to get into model trains with me, and so we'd go to, like, Hobby Lobby, because I, like, I love miniature stuff. Yeah. And so we set up uh, a circle. On, the, on an old ping pong table. Yeah, yeah. And then we go to the store and start buying the stuff. And then he realized how expensive that hobby is. Yeah. Well, Dad and he and I, was like, you're not, we're not doing this anymore. Dad and I got balls deep into trains when I was young. Mm-hmm. And we built the whole thing. And that ping pong table was also used. And I remember we had like a little town. And then it was like, you know, it's really cool. And then you're just, after about 15 minutes of it going around, you're like, we did it. <laughs> now what oh my god yeah this guy spent has spent eight years building a 200 foot long mm-hmm. model railway that recreates a one and a half mile long stretch of rail train tracks located in west yorkshire uh the model recreates the look of the areas it did in the 80s and um it's not very exciting i'll tell you that <laughs> But uh, the girl had an art degree, and she was very understanding, and now they're engaged. Well, good. I mean, of all the weird hot, like, that is definitely not where I thought you were going with it. <laughs> like, I was like, oh, he builds sex dolls. And <laughs> fucking, or he customizes them for fucking Asian dudes. I have a, I have a fleshlight Etsy shop. Yeah. <laughs> you know those ones that we showed you? Like, we definitely have those episodes where we showed you the weird fleshlights. <laughs> He's like, yeah, those are mine. I do those in house. <laughs> oh man, lordy. Well, people are weird. People are weird. What did we learn this week? Uh, people are weird. People are weird. Runners shit themselves and are fine with it. And model trains still make money. Huge, huge money maker. Huge money maker. Uh, well, uh, that was I fun. Will be uh, spending the New Year's as of right now. With co with the Omicron, or as I like to call it, the Omegatron. Uh, I do not know 100% if I will be in Spokane this weekend or Oxnard next weekend. I'm hoping they all happen. Uh, but who get, knows? Who the fuck knows? But you can find out uh, on my Instagram at I am Chris Porter or my Twitter at I am Chris Porter. I will keep you all updated. Uh, also, 
Uh, you can find out all the news on the pod on Instagram at One Millionth Pod. That's all words, one million with a T-H and a P-O-D. Also, subscribe to us. Like us on uh, iTunes. Tell your friends about us. Uh, we're trying to get um, popular. Please. So, God bless American small puppies. Yes. Uh, Andy, tell them where they can find you. You can find me on Instagram at Andy Port and on Twitter at Andy Porter. And you can find the pod on Twitter at the number one in the words millionth pod. And you can find all my dates at ChrisPorterComedy.com. As always, I am Chris Porter. I'm Andy Porter. This has been the One Millionth Podcast. Fuck you. Get your booster. Bad at it, you. Do <laughs> 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 <laughs>